Hi, this is Stephanie, the host of the Empower Your Life podcast. And um, what has been going on? Well, we finally here in Texas have feels like fall. Um, October is my favorite month um, because the weather starts changing. Um, it goes to cooler temps. The you know it's patio weather. You can sit outside and enjoy um, food or drink or whatever. Um, so it's it's amazing weather. I just got back in town. Literally have been here for maybe a week. I've been gone for a couple of weeks. Um, went to Croatia. Um, absolutely gorgeous, um, gorgeous country. Uh, beautiful. Um, just oh my gosh, the country is beautiful. And uh, then we went to um, Sylvania um, and uh, went to Lake Bleed, which was amazing. Um, really, uh, you know, if you want to go to a place that doesn't, it's not very touristy, that is a place that I'd highly recommend. The countryside is absolutely gorgeous. We drove around to a lot of different areas in Sylvania and it was just absolutely beautiful. The food is amazing. Um, they make their own wine. They have um, orange wine where they actually make what white wine and they process it like red wine, which gives it this orange color, um, which is really, um, was very unique to try. So I love always trying new things, specialties for different countries. And then we finished our trip in Florence, not Florence, sorry, Venice. Don't. <laughs> and, uh, which is first time I've ever been there, which if you've never been there, it's just amazing just to walk through the town and, uh, um, roam around and just not even, you know, pay attention to where you are and just kind of get lost. So it's quite amazing how they built this city um, on stilts, literally wooden stilts <laughs> and the roadways are waterways. Um, and there's, I mean, for us being there in October, it was really busy, busier than I thought it was going to be. I can't imagine what this place looks like in the summer. So had a great trip. Um, so what's coming up here for our office? Well, our next event's coming up. We have another about a week left and um, that this will, a week left, maybe it's a week. I don't know. Um, I just got back in town, <laughs> but it's coming up here. I think it's like, uh, it's on a Tuesday, the 23rd, if that is a Tuesday um, in, of October. And it's going to be with me and Natalie. It's going to be on women's health, um, a topic that literally we need more education out there for because um, the two the two topics that we're gonna be going over is leaking, leaking with exercise, leaking with coughing, um, as well as um, prolapse, uterine prolapse. A lot of times, you know, we're just taking body parts out of us. And I'm like, wait a second, there's a reason why these things are in here. Now, is there a way that we can, can help it naturally? And yes, the answer is absolutely yes. And we're gonna be talking about that coming up in this next talk. So make sure you go to the description, Everything we talk about is in the description. There's links to sign up for this event. Um, this next talk that you're going to be actually listening to right now is going to be on degenerative disc disease and degenerative joint disease. And what is it? And is it a death sentence? Is it something that you have to live with for the rest of your life? Because that's kind of what we're being told. It's kind of part of a arthritis in that category. And it's not true. And there's a lot of things that you can do. And we're going to be talking about what some of those things are in this talk. And if you want to see the actual videos of these um, of this talk, go to our YouTube channel. This talk is actually on the YouTube channel. So you actually can see everything there as well. So without further ado, let's get started. This is the Empower Your Life podcast, where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. 
We want to give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without a further ado, let's get started. Is a diagnosis of DDD, which is degenerative disc disease, or DJD, which is degenerative joint disease, a death sentence? Learn how not to live with it. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. It is something that is common that you see a lot as we get older. And we're going to talk about why that's common. Um, But we're also going to talk about that it's probably not where the source of your problem is coming from. So, hi, my name is Stephanie, and I've helped thousands of clients get back Um, avoid back surgery, injections and medications, and and really truly get their life back. A lot of our clients have lost hope that there is nothing that they can do. And uh, it's the reason why I like to put this education out because the things that we get um, that come into our office, what clients tell us that doctors have said or what they've been told, um, such as, you know, you have arthritis, there's nothing you really can do. You have to have surgery. If you don't have surgery, this is gonna be life-threatening. Um, that they just are going to have to live with it. Just live with it until it gets bad enough. And then we'll go and have surgery. I mean, these are common things that we hear our clients say, but no one's given them education as to what they can do. And if that really is their source, um, and that's what we're going to really talk about today. So again, if you like um, what we're talking about, make sure you subscribe to our channel. So what is DDD or DJD and how do we get this diagnosis? So if we kind of look at this picture, what happens is, is when we get this disc, um, it narrows in space. So you can see that in between the joints, the joints just get, get smaller and smaller. They're not like nice and big spaced out. Um, you know, especially as when we're younger, you know, you can see this top disc, it has a lot of space. And as we um, go down, the space gets smaller and smaller. So that's what, um, what we call degenerative disc disease. And um, what we call degenerative joint is when you get more of the spurring on the bones. And, um, and that's kind of what it looks like. So how do we get this diagnosis? Well, the problem is, is that you get this diagnosis from an x-ray, but you also, um, you go in and see a doctor for 10 minutes and they talk to you, they take x-rays and go, oh, this is what it is. You know, let me give you some medications. Here's an injection. This will help. But the problem is, is that um, as we get older, what happens is, is this is something that's kind of the normal aging process. So for instance, you know, as we get older, we get wrinkles on our face. Now, do we want them on our face? No, we don't. But that's just a part of the aging process. Well, when we get older, this is like wrinkles on our bones or wrinkles in, within the disc. It's just a part of the aging process. Is it something that is causing pain? Um, probably not. A lot of times it's not causing pain because um, we see this all the time. And we're going to show you some examples of actual client x-rays that they have um, that patients have given us. And we'll kind of go through those with you. But <clears throat> when, you know, there's a lot of sources to pain. And we've just got to figure it out. And, um, you know, if you take a hundred people that have no pain whatsoever and you go and you put them in an x-ray or you put them in an MRI, 60 to 80% of them are going to show something. And the reason why is because as we get older, um, we start aging and our bones start aging, but these are a hundred, like they are, they're pain-free. So just because you get imaging, just take that with a grain of salt. That's just a piece of information. It shouldn't be the only information that you are given. Um, to come up with a plan of what we need to do. 
So if we get this diagnosis, is there really anything I can do about it? So these are two different clients that we have had that have given us their x-rays. And you can see very similar to the picture before the disc between, um, uh, you know, that there's very little space between these discs. You even see a shift here, which is common. You see that we call that spondylolisthesis. Um, but we've been able to help clients get their life back because of, of that. We're going to explain a little bit why. Um, so you can see this, you can see the, the, um, bone spurring on the side. Here's another client that's just maybe 10 years younger. Um, and you can see that this, the, the disc height starts getting less and less as we get down here. And you also can see that shift through here. You can see a little bit of bone spurring as well. Um, but these are common things, but both these clients that came in and saw us got, got, got back to feeling fantastic. We're able to go and do everything they wanted to be able to do. Now, some of the shifting that you'll see, because these are some of the questions that we get asked when you see this, where one bone is more in front of the other bone, as you can see, these are all in line and there's one in front of the other. Same, same with this one. What we find with clients is they'll have a fulcrum and they'll bend at one place. And the reason why that happens is because they're not moving above and they may not be moving below. So their hips may not be moving, their lower spine may not be moving, their upper spine, their thoracic spine, those all may not be moving correctly to where you're only bending in one location. And that also can create this step, step approach. And so once when we get everything moving, they start feeling a lot better. And so we're going to talk about like our process and what we go through, but this was someone that couldn't stand, um, for very long. They had a standing job. It was affecting their life. They were having issues cycling. They could cycle, but they would feel pretty bad after they finished cycling. Um, and they, they just wanted to get back to like feeling good to where they could go out and have fun, you know, at the end of the day, go out to dinner with their family. Um, because, but they couldn't because they were so exhausted and tired from the pain that they literally just woke up, went to work, came home and that was their life. And so we were able to help them get, get that completely back by doing some of the things that we're going to talk about today. So if my pain's not coming from DDD or DJD, where is it really coming from? And so we have this specialized process. And if you miss one of these steps, you're not going to be getting the full picture of what's going on. So first step is we've got to look at the mobility. How do the joints move? And it's not just if someone comes in with back pain, it's not just the joint there at the back pain. We've got to look at above and below to see how those move because they all affect, they all work together. And so if something's not moving, we've got to get those moving because you can't actually get muscles to contract correctly without having full range of motion in those joints. So if, um, you know, a great example is if your elbow only can move part way, you're only going to be able to get those muscles to fire a certain way. And if you move it collectively, like you're trying to throw a baseball and you don't have full motion in that elbow, then you start compensating through other parts of the body. Same thing happens in the back. So we've got to get everything moving. Otherwise you're going to be compensating when we start working on that stability, strengthening, um, movement habits, those kind of things. Um, and so we've got to get the mobility back. Then we can start working on stability. Now this is stability is working on the smaller muscles, 
working on the movement habits that you have to start working on getting you out of those habits. Because if you keep on moving in that same pattern, it's going to lock everything back up again. And then we go into that functional strength of getting you back from where everything's kind of working together so that you can get back to your activities of everything that you want to be able to do. And so um, I often say where the side of the pain is, is often not where the source of the problem is coming from. So you could have back pain and it comes from the thoracic spine. You can have back pain that comes from the back. You can have back pain that comes from the hip. You can have a combination of all three of these things that, that are um, going on. So we've got to get down to what it is and figuring that out. And that's what happens when we actually take you through our full evaluation process. Um, and a lot of times when people have had this for a really long time, because it happens, we see it all the time because they don't get to us. We're like their last resort. They've tried so many different places and that no one's been able to help them. They're sick of the medications or the drugs that doctors put them on and they don't want to have surgery. And so by the time they get to us, it could be years. And so sometimes for us, we're pulling back layers, but we got to figure out what's the first layer that we have to look at. And then we can start working on all the other stuff. And so again, we look at how the thoracic spine moves. We look at how the back moves. We look at how the hip moves. Um, and then the daily activities, the things that you could be doing once we understand what's going on that could be irritating you. And so you'll get all of this and understanding what you should be doing and what you're doing out throughout the day that could be creating some of your problems so that we can allow the body to heal and get you back to living life and doing everything that you want to be able to do because it's possible. We see it all the time at our office. We literally, um, I think there's, you know, maybe one client per year that we send to have back surgery. And usually when they do, it's because they have some, some really serious red flags. Um, they have nerve compression that is so bad that, that they're going to have some massive nerve damage if they don't have the surgery or they have some spinal cord um, compression. Um, we'll see those ever so often, but they do come through our office. And so we really help you understand what you need to do and what your next steps are, whether that is um, doing therapy with us or yep, you're right. We're probably gonna need to have surgery, which is so infrequent. Um, like I said, we have four therapists at my office and um, I, we send maybe one client per year to surgery. And we save so many more people from having surgery and getting their life back. So what are some of the exercises that you can start right now? <clears throat> no, some of the ones that I like, they're some of my favorites, um, are the first one you can see is you can do a little bit of a towel roll. You just roll up a towel. And then if you sit up and you put it right in your in the back of your spine, you can lie back over it. And when you do that, you hang out there and you'll feel a really good stretch. If you feel like, ah, oh, that feels really good, but I, you know, it's kind of like a hurt so good, or that feels really, that's taking some of the pressure off. Awesome. Hang out there for a little bit. You're going to be stiff coming out of it. That's totally normal. But as you start moving, you'll feel a whole lot better. Now, if you're feeling like you have some issues and you want to see if you have some issues in the thoracic spine, you can also move that towel a little bit further up to hit those lower part of those ribs and see how tight those are as well. And, uh, so you're going to hang out there for two, three, four minutes and just, um, let it ease. Um, and you'll notice that, gosh, if you do this regularly, you'll start feeling better. Sometimes when you're really stiff too, standing and finding a counter and just doing little mini back bends just to start out, especially as we get older, this one can be another one that's going to be a really good one that you can try. Just start bending backwards a little bit and then coming forward, using the counter as a fulcrum to kind of help you to start moving. 
So <clears throat> other exercises that are really good for the back is just is, is just a walk. I always say motion is lotion. Our joints like to move and walking gives you little mini extensions in the back and it feels really good. And so this is something that I would recommend everyone. Plus, if you're outside, you're going to get the, you know, the brain relief from just being outside. Oh my gosh. It's one of my favorite places to be. Um, and so this is a, you know, do it with a friend. So then you have community. So there's a lot of things that, you know, is really good for your health when you can just get out and walk. Now, if you are having problems with walking or simple movements, such as walking, then make sure you get into an ex expert to really help you get to the source of your problem. One thing to pay attention to is you'll notice some people will bend forward. They'll be slightly forward as they walk, not great for the back. You want to be in a good position where your body and your joints are actually on top of each other, not like bent forward as you're walking and pounding that can actually cause more back issues um, for you. So make sure that you're in a really good position with the walking. So that's just something to be aware of. So what are some of the things that you should avoid? Um, and the big things are those sustained postures. And so I'm going to give you an example. You know, we have someone sitting at a desk. This is what we do a lot of. We sit in front of a computer. We are sitting, watching TV. Um, we're always bending to clean, um, doing yard work where you're in that really bent position for, for a long period of time. Um, these are all things that, that can happen. And so if we pull our finger back and hold it back, what happens is, is when we come out of that position, our body has to recover from that. But if we're there for a really long time, it's going to take us longer to recover. And as we get older, it also takes us longer to recover. And so when, what, what happens is, is we go there, our our joints don't fully recover. We go back into that position. They don't fully recover. Eventually the joints don't like being in those positions. And then we get that muscle protection around it. We think it's, oh, we need to get a massage. The massage doesn't work. It comes right back within hours or within a day. And it's usually because something's not moving and that is the protection of it. So if you're in these sustained positions, think about the positions that you're in. So a great example is that I am sitting then you want to make sure that you stand up and you start reversing the direction so that you can have balance within that joint. If you're always moving in one direction, it creates pathways in the joints and it creates problems. So if you're moving in one direction and are in those sustained postures for one direction, you're doing gardening or things like that, make sure you reverse that direction. Take the joints in the opposite direction. This will save you a lot of heartache, a lot of pain, um, and will feel good. So if you, again, if you continue to have problems, even with these tips, um, make sure you get into a back pain specialist, someone that really understands the back and understands what you need to do um, so that you can really move without that fear of, oh my gosh, if I do something wrong, um, it's going to hurt. If I move the wrong way, it's going to hurt. You don't need to be living that way. That is not a fun way to live. It's also not a fun way to live thinking that you're going to have to be on medications for the rest of your life or that you're going to have to have a dangerous surgery um, when it's not true. There's so many times that you can, the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. And there's so many times that we've been able to help our clients navigate this and understand their body better. 
So for more education on this, make sure you subscribe. If you like the education and the information, we put out content all the time. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. But also, um, if you go to our website, M as in Mary Power, M-P-O-W-E-R-P-T.com, you can go. There's a ton of blogs there. We update them every month. And we have free reports, especially there's one on back pain that you're going to want to check out for more education and information. We have video testimonials from clients that have been with us for, a, um, you know, where we've been able to help them. We have monthly events that we have that you'll be able to be able to check out if you go to our website. And then we have a podcast. We put out education there. It's called Empower Your Life, same M-P-O-W-E-R empower your life. And we're on Apple and SoundCloud. So make sure you subscribe to those as well. And then I have my book that's out. So um, check out the book on Amazon. It's called um, Regaining Hope, The Secret Guide to Hitting Pain from All Angles to Get You Back to Living Your Life. We've had um, our book launch was last month and um, we had a lot of, you know, I've had a lot of great feedback from this book, specifically with things that they're doing that's really actually helping them. And they want to um, literally give this book to their friends so they can start reading it because as we get into our 40s, 50s and beyond, um, we tend to get these aches and pains and we want to make sure that um, we don't have to live those because you don't have to live with those for, for the rest of your life. And it's also why I, I'm constantly putting content out to really help you guys understand your body better. Hey y'all, I'm Catherine, Client Relations Manager of Empower Physical Therapy. If you have any questions on any of our topics or want additional information, click on the link below. We will get the information to one of our specialists and get back to you soon.